is the Jose Show. Jose Show. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Jose Show. I am your host, Jose Roldan Jr., and today we have a very special guest. I've been listening to this man on the radio for, I believe it's like 18 plus years, and on a podcast, I want to introduce to everybody Fester, known as Dominic Siciliano from the MJ Morning Show, broadcast here in Tampa Bay on Q105, 104.7. Hi, Fester. How are you today? Actually, wouldn't it be the other way? Wouldn't I be Dominic known as Fester on the MJ Morning Show? Yeah, I just I mean, like I just like Fester. I'm just I know you as Fester. I, I just appreciate you giving me a crap introduction right there, man. You messed that <laughs> whole thing up. How are you, Jose? I'm doing pretty good. I, I good, fared man. this uh, tiny hurricane. What about you? You know, I um, I, I enjoy. I, I, I hate to say this because I know some people had some flooding and stuff. I actually enjoy. I enjoy rainy weather and windy weather. Me and the kids were playing out in the front yard yesterday in bathing suits, playing oh, cool. kickball in the rain. And then, uh, you know, it, it, it's a good family day for us. You know, the kids were out of school because of Veterans Day already. And uh, we ended up watching a couple of movies on Netflix. So we uh, we fared just fine. Oh, that's cool. Now, I am actually myself. I'm a large man. And when I go anywhere that has anything to do with water, I, uh, I hate taking my shirt off because that's just the weirdest thing for me. Oh yes, I'm I'm a, I'm a very disgusting, unshirted man. So uh, <laughs> I was in t-shirt and bathing suit, and my kids were running around in whatever they had on. See, I, I wear I wear wife beaters. <laughs> so. See, we, the the secret to fat men in t-shirts is the undershirt. The That's undershirt it. it keeps everything. Yeah, see, there we go. We're the same. The undershirt keeps everything from jiggling too much, you and got then that right. the the top coat just just makes you look lumpy, which I am anyway. <laughs> Hey, we're we're us big guys. We have to stick together. So, um, it's actually awesome to have you on the show. Um, you know, out of uh, out of all the crew, I think you've always been my favorite because uh, I don't know. It's just I, I like how you talk. I like Froggy. Don't get me wrong. Um, man, Froggy right. is crazy when he does some of his crazy stunts. <laughs> you should be in some of the meetings we have <clears throat> that where we're trying to come up with it. You know, we oh, wow. we because. You know, these just don't happen. Everything, every you know from doing your podcast, these all take a lot of planning. Yes. And uh, we, we were coming up with one idea, and then the, the, the next idea has to be even crazier. And we, you know, we've got a couple of them in the pipeline that if, if we pull them off, they'll be, they'll be amazing. Well, when but, I saw uh, each, that, each one's different. When I saw that hot sauce one, oh my, oh man, I was like, dude, I can imagine his eyes were just like blood red and. You know, he told me the idea, and for the folks that don't know, on the MJ Morning Show, we do a segment called the Froggy Fall Concert Series. My friend, partner, and part-time lover, Froggy, does a <laughs> uh, does a, a silly song and then does an even sillier stunt. And a couple of weeks ago, this song was about how hot our studio was, and the stunt was I essentially waterboarded him with uh, with hot sauce, picante <laughs> sauce, and uh, and he. Uh, he died of pain. He said he said it was five minutes of excruciating pain. Oh wow! An hour, an hour of severe pain, and then about six hours of just really uncomfortable pain. Oh my goodness! I I, I just couldn't imagine. Now, I do have to ask you one thing because um, we're I, I jump around. I, I I take rabbit trails before the MJ Morning Show when it was actually the MJBJ Morning Show. What did you actually do? You know, it's funny. 
I've been working in radio so long, I really didn't have much of a life before radio. I mean, it's not like I did anything for 10 years or five years before I got into the industry. Uh-huh. I walked into a radio station for the first time at 19 or 20. Oh, amazing. You know, so, so, you know, I went to, went to high school in St. Petersburg, Florida, and uh, <clears throat> uh, I met uh, the old music director at 93.3 FLZ, his name is uh, Stan, was Stan Priest, and he's Stan the Man. He used to be at all the nightclubs, and he's, okay. he's a, big, a big DJ, but he was also the music director of the station, I believe. And uh, and I, I met him at like, a job I had at a bookstore, and he's like, you know, you would you would make a, a really good – and I was just shucking and jiving, and I'm being you know, my funny self, and he's kind of <laughs> laughing along, and – even yeah, you know, he's like, you'd make a good intern at the radio station. And I was like, ah, forget, forget it. You know what? Oh, thank you. You know, whatever, you know, thank I appreciate it. And he leaves. <laughs> he comes back like a week later into the bookstore. He goes, Hey, I remember you. Remember me? I was like, Yeah, I remember you. Did you ever go to the radio station? And I'm like, No. He goes, Well, why the hell not? Go. So I went <laughs> and you know, I had a terrible interview, you know, just you know, a bunch of other, you know, 18, 19, 20 year olds just interviewing each other. So <laughs> This is a tough place. Yeah, whatever. So it was a stupid interview. And we had a whole class of interns. Radio inter- it would never work like that now. You can't just walk into a radio station. Yeah. And uh, uh, Joe Mama Johnson, who's another legend of Tampa Bay Radio, was in charge of all of the interns. And he made it like it was a drill sergeant. And the first day, the first day of the internship, he took us uh, behind the radio station. And there was all there was all these overgrown weeds and this and that. And Joe Mama's standing out there. He's like, and it's like five of us. We're all brand new. He's like, see all these weeds here? And I was like, yeah. He goes, We're a we're a multi-million dollar radio station. A-list celebrities come to this, but we can't have them see weeds. You guys gotta pull all these weeds. I hate pulling so weeds. My my first day at the radio station, the first job I had was pulling weeds behind the building. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, and it was five of us. And a couple of them did it for an hour, half hour. A couple of them went to lunch and never. The next day, only two of us showed up. The other three didn't come. They forget this and they left. <laughs> and uh, the second day, we had to, he takes us into a room and there must have been every music log because all the songs are printed out on paper. Every hour is a different sheet of paper, oh, wow. commercials and music years and years worth of music logs and joe mom is there he goes see this this is confidential information other radio stations would kill somebody to get this information you guys have to shred it so we shredded we filled up 50 garbage bags of shredded music logs (laughs) yeah but that's the jobs that you know you have to do as a intern walking in off the street i didn't didn't go to school for broadcasting you know but but that got you in the building and once you get into the building, you never know who you're going to meet or how you're going to jive with somebody and, and careers take off. And I, you know, I have friends that have had similar beginnings who've made great careers in broadcasting. Wow, amazing. So that's that's actually pretty cool because basically it was more like survival of the fittest. If you can go through this crap, pulling the weeds and then shredding the paper, dude, then you deserve to be on the radio. Well, life is so much about just showing up, being ready to work. You know, being ready to go when you get there. You know, it's not that you can show up and, and sit on your hands and, and, and wait for it to come to you. You have to go for it. But you have to, when, when you step into the, the, the radio station, or when I step into work, when, I, when I'm about to do something, you know, I have a clear second of now it's work time. You know, the same way you'd, you'd picture a, 
you know, LeBron James stepping onto a basketball court. You know, I mean, you know, he, he, when he, you see the videos on Sunday NFL countdown of the guys walking into the stadium, mm-hmm. you know, that I was playing with my kids and wife uh, half an hour ago. Now it's time to do this task. To I, I've always, I've always had that mentality regardless of what I was doing. That's interesting. Now, um, since you've been on the show for such a long time, um, obviously, uh, I couldn't imagine the MJ Morning Show without you guys. I mean, uh, I couldn't imagine anybody different. Uh, you guys all clicked together. Um, and now with the addition of Roxanne, um, you guys are a well-balanced uh, team, and you play off of each other. And now, when I, I listened to uh, when he just came on to Q105, um, I'm not a music listener, so I listened to the first episode or the first day all the way through and then myself because i don't have a lot of time i listen to the podcast afterwards right. plus right. the podcast that you guys record on monday night for tuesdays um it's just amazing how you guys just play off of each other i mean i i, I love i like listening to you because i have so many podcasts on my uh, phone that you know what they take the back burner now i have to listen to mj first and your podcast and if i have time to listen to the other guys i will if not big deal you know <laughs> yeah that's a testament to the to, to the to the work and the effort that goes into it i mean I've, I've heard hundreds of podcasts that are that are lazy podcasts you know why did the creator feel that the world needs this piece of of of, of audio you know and and i, I I've, I've heard that as well the, even though we do it on a regular basis we never mail it in you know, we, we've taken a couple of weeks off because of holidays but if we're going to sit down and record we're mm-hmm. going to give it our maximum effort and and the goal is to always entertain. Yes. You know, I mean, but and I don't care what tr- information you're trying to relay. If you can't entertain first, let's say you're trying to, even if you're talking about something really boring or, or, or really not funny, just something more serious or, you know, if you're not enter- entertaining is, is, is very wide in its scope. You have to be entertained and, and, and captured first before you will allow whoever is talking to you to, to put information in your head. So we always focus on entertainment first, and then we can give information. We can give views. We can give opinions. We can introduce other characters. We can go on tangents, you know? And so it all starts with a a unspoken focus of entertainment. Well, you've always had a good cast of characters, a legally blind, Mike, uh, bull deck, Mary, uh, Dave, the dwarf, Dave, the dwarf, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a bunch of people who over the years who've, who've come in and helped in a support capacity. And, you know, and, and it's funny, Dave, the dwarf, I talked to him last week and he's now he's an old man midget. He's <laughs> poor, poor, poor son of a guns in a wheelchair, and, but he's, uh, he's a great guy. And, you know, legally blind Mike is a, he's an interesting character who, uh, you know, he's, but he, he, he it's we're not poking fun at him. It was his idea, but legally blind. He's a legally blind guy. Lived with his mother in Clearwater, and he wants to do the craziest things. I personally differ from some of the other guys in the show on the value of the entertainment of you know torturing a blind man in his mid forties. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know how funny that is, but but we still love the guy. I know you did a lot of bits, and uh, man, I tell you, as you get older. My memory's not like it used to, but one bit that you did that actually stood out. I remember KFC years ago had some kind of a everything bowl or whatever. So you went there and you bought like freaking everything on the menu and had one of those big old salad bowls, mixed it all together and ate that. And dude, that was just, that was hilarious. I mean, yeah, they, 
when we would, and, and it's still, it, it, it's really toned down a lot. Just the, the, the nature, the climate of, the climate of that, that we live in is just, it seems to tone down a lot. But, you know, when we were doing the morning show on 93.3 FLZ, uh, the MJ morning show, it was, it was constantly to find how we can push the envelope more. Yeah. How we can be more funny, not just in the studio, but in the community. So KFC had this everything bowl for like $5. You get, uh, you know, a cup with mashed potatoes and corn and chicken nuggets on it. And sure. It was fine. <laughs> and the, the, the key was finding a bowl big enough. So I had to go to a restaurant supply store. You know, I mean, only place that, I mean, this wasn't like the, a, a large platter that your mom would bust out at Thanksgiving. This was a huge flipping bowl, restaurant prep style bowl. Then I, I got it for my friends over at Fabian, Fabian restaurant supply. They've given me stuff that I've needed for different stunts for years. They're great folks there just located near Tampa stadium. And uh, I tell them what I need. Virgil, the owner, goes in the back, comes out with this huge bowl. Will this do? It's like, perfect. And uh, we ordered, you know, we, instead of ordering a, a, a bucket, give me five buckets of chicken, give me <laughs> 10 mashed potatoes, eight corns, green beans, you know, extra gravy, please. Oh, wow. And I threw it all in the, and we have another guy with me the whole time videotaping it. Yeah. And video cameras weren't very small back then. So we weren't no. terribly slick about it. And we weren't trying to be slick about it. What are they going to do? Kick me out of KFC? And we <laughs> we, end, we ended up editing it down uh, to about, I don't know, a three or four minute segment. I think at the end, I actually got sick. <laughs> Threw it up. So, but I did it in the afternoon. I did it like at 2.30 in the afternoon because I didn't want to, I didn't want the KFC to be too busy. I didn't want to interfere with their business. 2.30, I figured it'd be a slow time. Yeah. So I come back to the radio station. I have all this food in the uh, in this big bowl. It's a thing that weighed 30 pounds. And I, I lug it into the radio station, and we had a little kitchenette area. So I drop it in the kitchenette. And now there's always, always, always food at the radio station. Yeah. And the unwritten rule is if somebody leaves food out, then it's community food. If somebody leaves pizzas or something oh, and uh, i had this big bowl we and mj was just starting his schnitz show so i was giving him the report on what we did he's laughing i'm laughing we walk back to the kitchenette and here's our here's our engineers all eating pieces of chicken out of my everything bowl people were going <laughs> up to it with plates and uh, cups and helping themselves and they, they had no no idea till the next day that i ate out of that whole thing <laughs> it, was, it was funny times i'd like to see but, you every do that day, again i mean every day i mean Ugh, you know what? I couldn't. I can't eat. I can't eat ten percent of what I used to be able to eat. <laughs> you know, but the you know, think about it. If, what what's the what's happening now in in pop culture? That's that's so that's funny. That could that you could make funnier with your personality. That's how we think about it every day. Every day is try to be f not funnier than the previous day, but just as funny as we can be today, in an effort to be entertaining and deliver a product to our audience. Now, um. Since you guys started on Q105, uh, have you gotten like a ton of new fans that have never heard of you before? I mean, I've heard a few that uh, that did phone calls that called in, but um, people that have never heard of you before, have you been getting that? And when is he going to syndicate it to other stations like he did before? You know, um, the short answer is absolutely. We've gotten a lot of new people because think about it. The original MJ Morning Show ended in 2012. Yes. This is 2020. It's eight years. Just think about the amount of people that have moved to the Tampa Bay area True. in eight years. So 
it's not like they we were around and they we just weren't in their circle. They lived in you know you, you know they lived in they lived in Utah. Now they live in in Tampa, so they discover us for the first time. And Q and Five is a great station. And Mason yeah. Dixon did a good, very good morning show, very music intensive, very different than what we do. Yes, definitely. but um, but uh, you know, I, th- I think a lot of people, as you, I think for a lot of folks, Q and Five is on their uh, presets. They punch around looking yeah. for music or looking for content. So a lot of folks have stumbled on us who've never heard of us. Don't don't know our history and we're brand new to them and they are enjoying a, a morning show that I think have picked up pretty close to where we left off. That's cool. Now, when uh, the show was ending in 2012, how long before you knew that it was actually going to end? I mean, was it right away or did MJ say, hey, we're in a couple of months, we're going to end it? You know, looking back, uh, the show ended in February of 2012 and in September of 2011, they kind of changed the way the show worked. They, the show ended at nine o'clock and not 10 o'clock. It took an hour from us. They, they, they want us to play a couple of songs an hour. So if you remember the, the end of the morning show was nothing like it was in, yeah. in, in what I would call the prime years. And that, I, I personally believe that was ill-sighted programmers, you know, but I, I don't know, but I knew in September that the morning show was changing. And then they told us maybe a month or three weeks or a month or so before the show ended that it was going to end. And uh, in complete hindsight, I probably should have quit that day. Yeah. You know, but I didn't. And it was actually the last month was actually a, a, a terrible month because you were a dead man walking. Yeah. Makes you sense. Know, everybody knew you know, in radio that, you know, well, the show's going to end on February. This it was the, the minute they told me I should have told them to, you know, suck a Wait. box of rocks and I'm out of here. <laughs> I know after you guys left the air, um, they brought in Kane, and I listened to Kane for a while, but, you know, I, I just couldn't grab on to Kane. I mean, listening to MJ for so long, like, uh, it was like losing a friend is yeah. to me. Yeah, I, I, I can't speak to any programming decisions they made after the morning show left, but for a lot of folks, that's the case. I mean, you know, we were with people for all through their school year, all through their college, all through their, yep. their job. We, you know, we The impact that that a radio show had this radio show had on, on families is incredible. We would travel all around the Bay area and yes. we would meet hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of fans. And they would say, you know, the, the one thing my 14 year old and I have in common is we, we listen to your show and we, at good. dinner. We can, we can talk about at dinner. We talk about what we heard on the MJ morning show. And, and even in the couple of weeks that we've been back, you know, people who were, 1415 in 2003 talking about the morning show with their mom and dad mm-hmm. now have kids who are you know 12 13 years old and they're talking to the same to their kids about the same morning show they talked to their so it's really an, an incredible tie that very 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 few uh, morning shows can even think about entertaining i know i've been uh, telling people when i see them hey the mj morning show is back and you know, a few of them said, oh, I'll, have to, I'll have to check it out. Now, I remember if I'm now correct me if I'm wrong. After the MJ morning show, didn't you have like a barbecue show on 970 for a while? I did that concurrently with the MJ morning show. And uh, by a terrible twist of uh, decision making on my part, I ended the barbecue show about a month before they, the summer of 2011. I ended it because we were having my wife and I were married for a long time, but we didn't have children. Now we're, we're, my wife was getting ready to have our daughter. I didn't necessarily want to be 
working every Saturday if I didn't need to after working all week. And uh, exactly. the, the barbecue show came to pass. But the name of the show was On the Grill. It was a ton of fun. And uh, it was a it was a labor of love and not a labor of, uh, of revenue creation. So <laughs> it was easy to say goodbye to it, but it was a lot of fun. Well, what I'm going to have to do is uh, me and my wife actually have a podcast called Eating Out with Gene and Jose. And right. we're kind of um, eating at restaurants. We got like three we got to record. It's just I have so much to do. It's hard to because trying to schedule, you know, you and I got another actor that I'm going to be talking to Saturday. It's not easy scheduling people um, because of their times. And, um, you know, they got other interviews to do. And it's it's just uh, ridiculous. But I may have to have you on um, since you're to me. I think you're like a master barbecuer. I can't I can't barbecue nothing and maybe have you on one of the episodes. You know, a barbecue is a lot like kissing a lady. <laughs> first, first couple of times doesn't come out right, but after a little while, a little bit of practice, you get a lot better at it. That's funny. That's funny. Now, I know last year, a friend of mine at work, he had said something to me. He says, hey, I heard uh, the MJ Morning Show is coming back or like a, a podcast. And I at first I thought, I go, ah, they're probably just going to hash a couple of the old shows together and just bring them out. And when I did some research, well, sure enough, you guys were doing a reunion podcast. And, dude, I was, like, flipping out. I'm like, all right, man, I got to listen to this. And I listened to every episode because I think you guys just recorded 49. And hopefully you don't end it right away. But I know MJ said maybe 50 is going to be the last. Um, I don't know. From week to week, I don't know what his plan is. You know, I I could see that podcast slowing down from every week production because, you know, after working in the morning and he does his afternoon show, you know, we all have our lives and we have to get together again. It usually takes about two hours to put that show together. You know, could we end up shooting the breeze for 20 minutes before and afterwards? And But uh, I could see that podcast becoming biweekly or even monthly. Uh, just to keep those fantastic yeah. subscribers engaged and to move that traffic to the MJ Morning Show on Q105 daily podcast of our show. You know, we talk for 20 hours a week, live radio. Oh, so yes. it's a lot of podcast material to consume. It's a lot. Now, what is actually MJ like uh, actually working with? Because you're there with him every freaking day. So what is it like working with him? Is he a pretty cool guy in person? or No, no he's, he's, he's awful. <laughs> no, 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 you know, no, he's great. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. And uh, he's, he's, he's the hardest working guy I've ever met. You know, if I was going to say anything about him, he is as hard a working guy as I ever met, you know, and the reason why our morning show sounds, I think effortless mm-hmm. is because of the work that he puts into it to make it sound that way, which is a tremendous amount. He, uh, and the same thing with his, you know, he's on the radio creating either with his crew or by himself, seven hours of programming a day, three hours on the Schnitt show, four hours on a morning show. That's and amazing. he's been doing it for almost 20 years. You know, so when you think of the amount of volume he puts out, if, if anybody had the balls to tell me that there's a harder working man in broadcasting, I would call them a liar. And, uh-huh. and, and, and being such a hard worker, he has a very, very high standard for those around him. You know, it's, 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 if it's not perfection, it's got to be pretty damn close because, you know, this is, this is big time, big time broadcasting we're doing. Yeah. I can imagine, you know, he, he does show prep as, as y'all do for the MJ morning show and then for a schnitt show. And, and man, I just can't imagine. So basically he's working more than seven hours a day. Um, he, right. Okay. You're, you're, that's a great point. He's working 
He's on the air seven hours a day. He's working another six hours, you know, three, four hours a night of prep of, you know, for one show, three, four hours for the, yeah. So he, he's essentially working nonstop. All he does is work and in the middle manages to carve out his life. And he does a podcast with us every week. And he did another podcast over the summer with the uh, creator of uh, Farkenschnitt.com. Farkenschnitt, right. You know, so he's he's the hardest working guy I've ever met. Uh, yeah, he seems or, like it. Now, you know, I had... I, I, go ahead. <laughs> I cut no, you off. No, I was say, you know, you know, it's okay. Yeah. yeah <laughs> when, I, uh, when I heard you guys actually coming back to radio, I actually jumped on the gun and I went ahead and actually created the MJ Morning Show Facebook fan group. And I've got 124 members. I thought I'd have more than that, but... <laughs> yeah. You know, it's social media is funny. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. Everything's judged in followers, and you know, how do you get the name out? How do you get the word out? Uh, but it's that's funny. You know, it's I mean, on another side, wow, it's amazing. You have 120. You know, well, but then on the other side is wow. Well, you know what's funny is um, I've been doing Facebook groups. I've got about 30, and probably 10 are still active. And what I did is back when uh, Movie Pass, did you hear, did you hear about that Movie Pass where you pay one price and get unlimited movies? Yeah, I remember that. Well, I created a, a group, and um, at the time I had three Movie Pass um, bigwigs kind of surf inside to see what everybody was saying. And at one point, I had sixteen thousand members. Oh wow! Um, now I have nine, and then I have a few other. Uh, hold on, hold on, nine thousand or nine? Yes, nine thousand. <laughs> no, not nine. Oh. <laughs> I was like nine. I had 16,000. Now I have two. So I created a lot of groups. I created an AMC, A-list chatter. I created, uh, I call them all chatters. And uh, basically I created that platform. So when I do podcasts and all this stuff, they hate it when I share in there, but Hey, it's my group. I can do what I want. And right. that's what I do. I, they, I call it advertising. Some of the younger people call it spamming. Screw them. It's my group. I don't yeah. call it spamming, but. <laughs> that's right. You've never you've never asked anybody to join the group. They've only joined it voluntarily. That's now, it. And that's the thing about social media. You know what? You know, and I I remember now that you mentioned it, Jose, the uh, seeing the MJ Facebook page uh, fan page being uh, created. I honestly I hadn't put it together that it was you that was doing it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll uh, put it out at MJ Morning Show on the. I'll I'll tell you what I'll. Share it on the MJ Morning Show Facebook page, and well, I bet I you'll that. get up to at least twenty more. <laughs> well, see, like, I've called into MJ's hotline because um, I was Jose from Lakeland when I told you guys uh, collect money like I do a tip jar so people could pay you, and uh, and right. I think you made a comment about it, and I thought it was kind of funny, but uh, and I also I called. It, I can't remember. Like, what do you think we are? We need money or something? I, something well, like that. It's been a while. Wasn't that funny then? <laughs> but then I uh, I also called in and he never put it on the podcast. Um, I was trying to be like Dementia Dan, uh, like uh, Froggy does, eh, you know, right. and right. that never made the cut. I'm like, crap. Yeah. We, we got our own smart asses here. <laughs> I can't put somebody funnier than me on. Exactly. Me? So now you still work for the uh, the RV sales uh, company. What, what's the name of it again? Was it? Yeah. General RV. It's a company in uh, Dover. Uh, Florida between Plant City and Lakeland and you know radio entertainment across the board is a very shrinking industry 
I mean, yeah. you know, ESPN just laid off 300 people and they, they canceled 200 open jobs. So they essentially oh laid off 500 opportunities. Wow. You know, um, you know, our former employer, uh, you know, iHeartRadio just laid off hundreds of people, you know, so radio is a shrinking industry Crazy. and people say, Oh, why'd you, why'd you leave radio? I, I tell them I, I never left radio. Radio left me. It's, you know, there's, there's no, it was, there are no next to no radio jobs. And uh, uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, after a little while, I was like, okay, I guess we're never going to be back on the air again. I, then I, in 2014, started working with this RV company. It's a great job. It's a lot of fun. A lot That's of good cool. people. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, you got to do something. Man, It's I'll tell you one thing. It's amazing that, uh, and, and hopefully I can have you on again. Um, it was really great to have you on the show. And uh, now before I let you go, I want to give you a chance to uh, share your social media outlets and give me some final words. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I think the only thing I'm really on uh, as I'm reasonably active is uh, Facebook and just type in Fester then hyphen MJ morning show. And I take you to the, uh, to the Facebook page. I'm not on uh Twitter yet. I don't know. <laughs> There's some guy, some guy has at Fester. I'm trying yeah. to call him and see if I could buy it from him for like, you know, $18 or something. If he wants more, if he wants more than $50, I'll tell him to go pound sand, but, but no, yeah. Uh, um, the, uh, yeah, I just on Facebook, it's Fester hyphen MJ morning show. Cool. And as far as final words go, you know, I, first of all, of all of the broadcasting I've done or the shows I've been a part of, this is my first podcast interview. So I, I'm grateful to you, Jose, oh, for cool. having me on. Woo, yeah. I love that, man. Thank you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. So you're no longer a podcast virgin as far as being interviewed. Right. And uh, it, it was uh, it was uh, more satisfying than never mind. Never mind. It, was, it was fine. It was great. <laughs> and uh, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, which nobody really does, I have an email. It's called, uh, I know, right? Uh, I know Z <laughs> My email is zhills411. That's short for Zephyr Hills411 at gmail.com. Um, if you like my show, if you don't like my show, hey, I want to know. I actually like more people that don't like my show because. That makes him want to listen more. On Twitter, I always have to do this because I keep forgetting the freaking Twitter. I am uh, at Jose Roldan Jr. That's at J-O-S-E, not Hose, like people call me Hose, R-O-L-D-A-N Jr. And if you search Facebook, uh, you can find me on, I have a page and a group, just search for the Jose Show. And then also I did create uh, the MJ Morning Show fan group. Um, it's not hard to, to look at or to look. It's not so hard it's to not see. It's not hard to look at. No, I got the uh, MJ, computer. MJ, I got the MJ Morning Show logo and the Q105 logo. So that is the unofficial group. And yes, MJ does know about it because he did send me a message uh, on one of the platforms. I can't remember. And quite frankly, you know, if you're going to have a fan page, it should be run by the fans. Yes. Um, you know, an, another person. If you ever wanted to talk morning show, MJ Morning Show stuff again. A great person to have on your podcast would be a, a, a guy named Greg Lindbergh, and he runs a website called mjfanpage.com. Yeah. And uh, talk about, I know earlier we were talking about Legally Blind Mike. Yeah. Greg also is legally blind. Oh, wow. He creates, he, 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 invented, he invented something called MJpedia and presented it to MJ upon the last couple of days of our old broadcast where Amazing. it might have been 60 or 80 pages of just the history of the MJ morning show. The, the guy, and he's a, a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant young man, but he's a 
super, he's our super fan. Any, anytime somebody says, oh, I'm your biggest fan. I was like, no, you aren't. Greg that's, is. That's a super fan. But, wow. you know, when I saw the Facebook page getting put together, you know, it, it really should be. I know some guys who do morning shows where they run their own fan page, and that's that's just being disingenuous. So I appreciate you doing that for us. Hey, I don't mind doing it. I love doing it. Um, you know, it's it's just I'm kind of getting more experience by doing the pages, and and I kind of know how they work a little bit. And uh, let me tell you, sometimes it's not easy to get people, and and that's why I do the podcast and and uh, and stuff like this to kind of I don't know. I just I'm a social media hog. I just I love to be in the spotlight. Um, I've always wanted to be on radio, but you know, obviously, that's probably never going to happen. Now, one thing's funny. Okay, let me give you this right quick. I have an uncle. He's, um, I think, mid seventies, and he calls himself a one man militia, and he lives in Delaware. And uh, he was actually on the radio. Uh, how he got on the radio? He was outside of a radio station protesting. Um, it was a like a talk radio type show. And uh, next thing you know, the guy, the 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 MJ counterpart invited him in and he was actually on the radio for a year and I got to call into the show and I'm like, <laughs> here, you're in your seventies and on radio and I can't even get on radio. You know what? It's a, it's a shrinking industry. I don't want to say it's a dying industry because that's not yeah. the case. Radio is very vibrant and uh, exciting and fun. And, and it's a great platform for advertisers and for people to listen, but it's just a shrinking industry. You know, it's, it's the way the, just the way this is going, you know, there's, there's, Every I mean, look at look in Tampa Bay. How many original morning shows are there, as opposed to a guy that's syndicated into ten or fifteen cities or a hundred cities? You know, it's where fifteen years ago that was a hundred other morning shows. I mean, look look at a guy like Elvis Duran. However many stations he's on, let's say he's I, on, I, don't, I have no idea. But let's say Elvis Duran's on seventy stations. At one time, that was seventy morning shows. Yeah, that's a lot. And now they're all gone, and and, and Elvis gets paid. And it's a good show. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to it. I work <laughs> in the mornings, but you know. But the thing about when, when if, if if you're if it's a syndicated show, that's functioning because of that time. It's only it's a finite amount of time. But uh, as far as our program goes, our, our number one goal is to do the best show we can every day on Q105. And you guys do a good job. Hey, Fester, I know you got a uh, you got family to tend to, and I really do appreciate you being on the show. And and we'll keep in contact and. I really appreciate it so much, man. You're you're a blessing, and you're pretty cool to talk to. <laughs> yeah, I really am. You know, and that's what people may not appreciate at first is exactly how cool I am to talk to. But uh, <laughs> I mean, for for as awesome as you think I am, just by listening, uh, it's really, 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 really awesome to talk to me for a little while longer. So I appreciate <laughs> you acknowledging that so quickly, Jose. <laughs> hey, no problem, buddy. And we're gonna let you go. And thank you once again. And you have a good afternoon. All right, Jose. Thanks. It's been a pleasure, man. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Jose Show. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And see you next time on The Jose Show.